0: Learn from people as quick as you can. Figure out what motivates you and double down on that. He's done a lot, seen a lot, and menlo and other things he's done back in 2014 launched Euro again. Understanding that home and internet, this was a critical space, not only just as a product in delivering value in terms of high speeds throughout your entire house, but also an important distribution channel as kind of the Internet of Things and especially the war for kind of home automation takes off. He's positioning himself perfectly there, really controlling a nice distribution channel with millions of units installed. Uh, they uh, they. Have- have and he says specifically a nice uptake in their digital service as well which is much higher margin than the product and about a hundred thousand sorry a hundred million in terms of dollars raised to grow this thing this is the top entrepreneurs podcast where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn each episode features revenue numbers With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest-growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Nick Weaver. He's the CEO and co-founder of a company called Eero. Before this company, he worked at McKinsey & Company and then Menlo Ventures, where he sourced investments in startups such as Betterment, Periscope, Ansible, and worked with portfolio companies like Uber, Dropcam, and Roku. Frustrated by the Wi-Fi solutions on the market and unable to find a better solution, he set out to build Eero with his co-founders, Amos and Nate. Nick is originally from Chicago, graduated from Stanford with a BS in Management Science and Engineering, and currently lives in San Francisco with his wife. Nick, are you ready to take us to the top? Awesome. All right, good. So tell us about Eero. Um, What does it do and what's the revenue model? How do you make money?
1: Yeah, um, Eero is pretty simple. It's a whole home Wi-Fi system. So if you're sick of having... You know, dead spots or buffering when you're streaming video, Um, you plug our units in around your house and you end up getting, you know, perfect Wi Fi in every corner of your home.
0: What if Um, the the original original source is bad? Like, what if, so I have this issue because I have spectrum at my house and it's crappy. Now, if I'm closer to the actual router, which is down here behind the desk, it can be a little stronger, but it's still crappy. Can you fix a crappy initial signal?
1: So we, we can't fix the, the signal coming into your home. So that you need to get from your internet service provider. But once it's into your home, what we do really well is we make sure you get those speeds everywhere else. So you plug our device into your modem um, uh, or your, you know, your gateway. Um, we take over you know, all of your Wi-Fi connectivity, and then we make sure you get it everywhere in your house.
0: And how does the tech behind that work?
1: Yeah, so we do a few things. Um, one uh, we invented our own mesh uh, networking technology so what that means is we're really good at, at um, having all these units join together and repeat the signal for each other so you end up having a really strong signal that's really fast everywhere and we use mesh technology to do that okay the other piece we've done is we've built this cloud and mobile app and what our cloud does is it's op- uh, constantly tuning and optimizing your connection it's like having a you know an IT admin, that's always on, always monitoring your connection to make sure it's working properly. And we have a really easy and simple app so that you can, you know, fire it up, see what's happening on your network, set things up, you know, really simply. Uh, and then also share your internet access with your friends and family. Um, you can enable, you know, more enhanced security to keep all your devices safe. Uh, you can turn on parental controls to keep your kids safe. Um, there's a ton of stuff that we unlock um, by using our our, our mobile application.
0: This seems like a very smart way to enter kind of the home automation space with this as kind of the, the starter product. Everyone kind of needs Wi-Fi. It's easy to plug in. There's no lights you're trying to change or faucets you're trying to get, water things work, or thermostats you got to connect to some heating system. Um, wh- why haven't, I mean, I know Google has a play in this space, so does Apple I mean, but why haven't the Comcast and the internet service providers jumped into this kind of tech?
1: Well, um, you know the internet service providers are continuing to try to improve their their in home connectivity experience. Um, you know what the the tack that we've taken is building a product like this is incredibly complex. Like the amount of software required to to deliver a perfect internet experience in today's world with dozens of devices, people streaming video, streaming audio, just the complexity is like one or two orders of magnitude greater than it was even just five years ago. So, um, frankly, we've been partnering with a lot of great internet uh, providers and they've been, um, you know, putting our product into their customers' homes to have a really great experience.
0: Okay. And and how do you make money?
1: Yeah. So, we we sell our devices. Um, You buy an Eero system from Eero.com, from Best Buy, from Amazon, through one of our ISP partners, um, and then we also have a, a, a service uh, that a number of our customers subscribe to um, called ERA Plus, which is basically a, a digital security system for your home. You know, a lot of people have like an ADT system to protect the physical home, uh, but you need something similar to protect your digital home. And we do things like parental controls, content filtering. Uh, we run a, you know, a malware prevention service, antivirus, um, and, and, and basically make sure that every device... It, at your in your home is safe in addition to your eero network
0: okay and what um, what percentage of people who buy the hardware choose to activate this online service
1: uh, a lot more than you'd think
0: okay like like can we say north of 20%
1: we haven't, you know, publicly commented on on any numbers, well, but what, it's a significant number of our user base.
0: What, what I mean, what I'm trying to get is some relative base here, but still out to be variable, where it doesn't hurt you competitively in the marketplace. So, but the problem is, I don't have a baseline. So when you say way higher than what you'd expect, well, I don't know what I would even expect. What is typical in the industry?
1: Uh, honestly, it's something new. So there there aren't really, you know, there aren't really benchmarks. This is an entirely new way of. Um, delivering these well, types of well, why products. would you then say,
0: Nick, higher than I would expect when you know I don't know what I should expect because it's new. I didn't know how informed you were. Well, but you just said it's a new market. You don't know what it is.
1: Um, I, there's, you know, there there are some corollaries from other products and services. Name a few. Uh, one could be uh, security cameras. Okay, and cloud video
0: recording. Okay, and and what what do what those companies what do they see in terms of people who go from the physical to the physical plus the digital?
1: Uh, it, you know, it ranges. It could be ten percent. It could be sixty okay. percent. It all depends on price point and um, yeah, and the specific product.
0: Okay, good. Now, let's. I want to learn more about the backstory here. It sounds like you saw and learned a lot going from you know memlo sourcing deals to consulting and working closely with some of these companies. Um, you could have really probably gone into any one of these companies or gone and you know created really any company you wanted. Why did you go directly into this space? What, what do you, what gets you excited about it?
1: Well, I've been the guy who's had to fix the internet for my friends and family my entire life. Um, and, you know, everybody uh, growing up, you know, anyone who had my phone number would call me and um, ask me to go, you know, make sure the internet just worked. Uh, and then when I was at, at, at Menlo, um, like you mentioned in the intro, we backed companies like Roku and Dropcam. And, you know, the, the single you know, biggest detriment to their product experience was the internet just not working in people's homes. So, you know, looked at how, are, how should products be delivered in the future, right? This whole concept of you should buy a, a physical product and the software on it should evolve over time. You know, that's a fairly new concept. And, and so applied to the home network, uh, I, I mean, just saw a huge opportunity to, to build a, you know, a really fundamental technology, be a product and a brand that people love. Um, and see start start um, occupying some really important real estate in, in the home.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I'm looking at this, I'm going, this is super smart. Not because of what the product is. I mean, that is smart too. But really, because if you can control a distribution center in a space that you know is heating up, that's a really smart place to set yourself up to get very, very lucky and great timing. Yeah. Interesting. Um, give me more. When did you launch the company? What year?
1: Yeah. So uh, we started the company in the beginning of 2014. Um, okay. so uh, it's been just about four years.
0: Okay. And I imagine you've probably raised capital. How much have you raised? Yeah, we've, we've raised about $100 million. Okay. And why? I mean, uh, there's a hardware play here, so it seems obvious. But I mean, wh- where is most of this money going? Where are you investing most of it?
1: Yeah. Um, so building the product and the underlying technology, um, very, very expensive initially. Um, so we spent, uh, you know, a, a couple years building out the technology stack to make all this stuff work. Um, unlike, you know, some products, uh, like say you're, you're building a speaker, right? The duty cycle on a speaker in the home isn't 100% of the time, right? It's on sometimes, it's off others. It's, it, it, the duty cycle's not that um, challenging. When you look at the network, I mean, even when people aren't home, their networks are under constant use. All those other devices, whether it's a streaming stick or a camera or a speaker, sensors, um, your network's always being used, and so um, we had to we had to spend a lot of time and resources making sure we had a you know absolute bulletproof product um, uh, as we brought it to market. Um, and then the right. big piece is um, you know growing sales and distribution. Um, so there's marketing. Um, we've uh, experimented with a lot of different marketing formats. I mean, number one thing is to a inform consumers that you can actually fix your internet connectivity problems. Um, and then second is helping them, uh, you know, discover that you're a brand.
0: Do you guys remember the last time you sat down for a meal with a friend or a business colleague and they pulled out two phones and put them on the table? Do you remember what you thought? Whenever I see this, I go, oh gosh, what a tool. But look, sometimes you can't blame these folks. They're trying to separate their personal lives and their business lives with two separate phones. Some of you guys with just one phone might get frustrated when you're not sure if calls coming in are personal or business. And we've all gotten a call from an unknown number and wondered if it's again a business call or a random caller. Well now there's a new tool in town making all this easy. Sideline gives you a second number so work and personal communication can live on one device. With the Sideline app, it's easy to own a dedicated business number and still separate work and personal numbers, again, all on that single phone. You'll know when work when calls are for work or if they're personal. You can keep things private. And I love this part. You can text from these two separate numbers. So clients versus customers versus your own kind of personal friends, all from one phone. You'll look more professional. You can automate texts whenever you're busy and you can team up with others on your team to share responsibility for that one single phone number in case you're away or not available sideline comes with calling texting picture messaging and more giving you all the value of another phone without having to pay for an actual new phone right now you guys can download sideline for iphone or android for a free seven-day trial or learn more at sideline.com forward slash trial that's sideline.com forward slash trial Now, uh, there were some articles put out and you did a big interview with Fast Company in terms of the space where I think it was something around like 50 percent of total sales in this market, you know, router sales in this market was really from systems made up uh, like yours. You've got I think Netgear's got a play in this space. Some other people have a play in this space. Um, What is it? I mean, on these physical units, have you disclosed or can you share? I mean, how many of these folks are in the wild now today? Yeah,
1: we haven't, um, we haven't talked about, uh, you know, numbers. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have built millions of euros.
0: Okay, so you've built you built me and I'm assuming they're all not just like sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Right? I mean, have you distributed millions of euros as euros as well? Yes. Okay, got it. So there we'll say north of a million less than 10 million euros installed in homes. and Are those individual packs? Or those are actual, you would count one, if a two pack is, is distributed, you count that as two, not one, right?
1: Uh yeah, we, we so we think about things in terms of how many homes and and then how many um how
0: many euros. Okay, good. So millions uh millions of euros and then from a home perspective, are you past hundred thousand at this point? I assume people have less than ten per house, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh... Yes, certainly well north of 100,000 homes. Yeah,
0: what, the, the the average listener right now, if they're thinking about coming to Eero and buying this after they fall in love with you on this interview, by the way, I want 10%, by the way. But if they come to you and buy, how many should they expect? I mean, what do you recommend for an average two-bedroom, two-bath home?
1: Yeah, um, so our most popular system is the Eero and two-beacon system. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll cover, uh, you know, two to four-bedroom home. Um, and what you get is you get one unit that plugs right into your Um, cable or DSL modem where your internet comes in, and then you have these smaller units. It's actually the exact same hardware, just different form factor, and they plug right into power outlets around your home. Um, They mesh together automatically to get perfect coverage. Um, The other really popular system we have is the Eero Pro system, Mm -hmm. and that's three Eeros, and that's perfect for homes that have Ethernet where, you know, people have wiring in their homes and they want to be able to take advantage of it. Okay. But those two are our most popular systems.
0: And just to be clear, when you have like one euro plus two beacons and you say you've built millions of euros, you include those two beacons in that millions number, right? you still consider that part of your hardware offering?
1: Yeah, the the beacon's name is Eurobeacon. So yes, it it is...
0: Yep. got it. So that you would recommend reading right now off your website, two to a two to four bedroom home, you recommend that three hundred ninety nine dollar uh, per month. Uh, sorry, one time or twenty four per month. I assume that's financed, which is one euro and two euro beacons.
1: That that um, and our our three euro system, the pro system for four ninety nine. Uh, those two are our most popular sellers.
0: Interesting. Now, are you, um, you celebrate your one year birthday and the big news was you're driving price down. Are you generally looking at hardware as a meaning revenue center for you? Or because of how much you raised, you don't really need to make money. You're actually just trying to keep that as close to at cost as possible. So the consumers adopt it faster.
1: No, uh, you know, offering a premium hardware experience is a you know, really important part of the company. Um, and, you know, we use that to make sure we've got everything else like top tier support so, you know, everybody, we've got U.S.-based customer support. It's free for everybody who buys an Euro system. Um, so for us, it's all about just delivering a really great experience. Software updates are all free. I mean, we just pushed out a new update last week. Uh, but Nick, we just to be clear, years.
0: sorry, I want to ask like Bezos, a playbook, I think he runs all the time, is once he gets leverage over a channel, he will try and use that leverage to keep the price as low as possible, Get much higher adoption. I'm just curious in your brain strategically. Are you selling these things basically at cost, or it is important for you to build in a 10 or 12 percent kind of net margin on these things so you can invest in support and updates and things like that?
1: Yeah, I mean we're 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 ensuring that this is a very real business, and yeah, you know, unlike an Amazon, we don't have a incredibly you know uh, cash flow positive uh, retail business uh, or even more positive uh, cloud business.
0: Got it. Okay, so I'm I'm reading into this here, but you have some healthy margin there because you have to invest in other parts of this ecosystem. Makes complete sense. I'm not hitting you on there. I'm just curious. Um, so that makes sense. Now, when was you said you raised 100 million? When was the last round, and for how much was it?
1: Uh, our, our the last round we announced was 50 million, um, and that was in the the spring of um 2016.
0: Okay, so almost almost a year and a half ago. So Nick, you know what that means, right? No. Tell me, you're you're either selling right now to Google or you're raising another massive round. Which one is it?
1: You know, we're uh, we're continuing to make really awesome progress with the business and the company.
0: When you went out on that last round as a CEO, you know fundraising is difficult. Generally, how much are you? How many months are you raising for in terms of how much burn you want to have covered? Uh, what do you? Uh, I'm not sure I follow. When you go out and do a fundraising, you want to make sure you're, you're raising and you're not, it's not just going to give you two months of runway, but it gives you 12 or 24 months of runway. So you don't have to go out and raise again in four months. When you did that last round, what was your general thinking around how much to raise to cover, you know, burn?
1: Yeah. I mean, you always want to uh, be able to cover 12 to 24 months.
0: Um, that's a good rule of thumb. Okay. So you're not going to give me any hint what's happening. Something has to be happening right now. If you raise for 12 to 24 months, we're approaching that, that, that time period fairly quickly. Are you raising now or selling? we have a great business is it's not profitable though you have to be investing all this money you have burn
1: you know we've been we've been really happy with how the with how the business is performing
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You, I, I, I'm when this interview goes out, and then two weeks after it's live, I see a big funding announcement or a big acquisition announcement. I'm going to call you up and go, Nick. Why couldn't you give me the fricking story? Why couldn't you just leak a little hint? Give us a little bit. No. Um. In all seriousness, uh, congrats. It looks like a fun business you're building. Um. It it sounds like. I mean, what's interesting to me too. You, the software side of this looks to me to be very high margin. I can see you're leveraging these distribution channels to then go to one password and say, let us include a free subscription to you. On the tool to expose your brand, and that's actually driving real cost savings to the people that upgrade that ninety nine dollar a year plan, right? Yeah, you know what
1: we're trying to do is um, basically curate the right sets of apps and experiences that people need in their homes. Um, You know, the first first big push in the era plus was now that we've got people's homes connected, let's really focus on making sure they're safe. Um, And it's been awesome to partner with folks like, you know, the team at 1Password and EncryptMe at Malwarebytes um, and offer that as a comprehensive solution um, to all of our customers.
0: Yeah. What are you focused, like, based off what you raised and what you do, when you think about growing the company, um, what do you try and hit or what are you aiming for year over year? Are you following the kind of, like, at, got at least double or triple year over year, considering how much you've raised and what you're, kind of the path you put the company on?
1: You know, it's, it's all a... Um, you know, a, a balancing act. Like you're trying to balance margins. You're trying to balance growth. You're trying to balance, you know, uh, uh, strategic initiatives. So um, there isn't w- like, you know, one, one guiding principle, like y- you have to double year over year. Or you have to triple year over year. Yep.
0: Well guys, this is good stuff. We're going to wrap up here in a second with Nick um, as a follow-up episode. You might want to go listen to actually Marson from malware rights who came on and shared. They passed 3 million customers. 130 million bucks in ARR and he references distribution channels like euro in terms of what's driven a lot of his growth so nick let's wrap up now with the famous five number one what's the last business book that you read you know uh,
1: a little bit different than a business book more of a like life book but it's uh man's search for meaning by victor frankel
0: man's search for meaning number two is there a ceo you're following or studying
1: you know I, there's a lot that i i pull from. Uh, what, one right now, um, not a not a CEO, but it's incredible what he's done as a um, COO is uh, Dennis Woodside at Dropbox. Um, they just filed their S one and they have a phenomenal product and uh, now an equally phenomenal business.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm... I was shocked when I saw that he was able to hold on to 24% of the company considering how much they were, not Dennis, but uh, you know, how much they, they, he's been able to keep raising how much he's raised. It's been incredible. So I imagine there's amazing lessons in there. Uh, Is Dennis publishing anywhere? Are you learning from him um, uh, anywhere other than, sorry, are you learning from Dennis anywhere public, or is it just one-on-one chats you have with him?
1: A combination of both um, where I uh, I, I'm blanking on the, um you know things you can read publicly but I'll I'll shoot you an email. All right, cool. Number
0: 3 beso- uh, is there a favorite online tool you love to for growing your business?
1: Uh you know the uh you know tool we use the most and have gotten instrumented into a lot of our systems is Slack. Uh, it's been, you know, whether it's uh net promoter score and customer reviews to um you know field analytics like we we've, we've kind of used that as a dashboard for
0: everything number of four how many hours of sleep do you get every night
1: uh nowhere near enough how many uh last night was five
0: okay all right what's the situation nick married single you have uh, kids uh married no Any? kids no kids all right and what how old are you
1: uh i'm 29
0: 29 all right last question what do you wish your 20 year old self knew
1: you know uh just figure out what um figure out what what motivates you um learn Learn what that is as, as much as you can and, you know, meet as many smart and motivated people as you, as you possibly can.
0: Guys, there you have it from Nick. Uh, Again, learn from people as quick as you can. Figure out what motivates you and double down on that. He's done a lot. Seen a lot at Menlo and other things he's done. Back uh, in 2014, launched Euro again, understanding that home and internet. This was a critical space, not only just as a product and delivering value in terms of high speeds throughout your entire house, but also an important distribution channel as kind of the internet of things and especially the war for kind of home automation takes off. He's positioning himself perfectly there. Really controlling a nice distribution channel with millions of units Installed. Uh, they uh, they have a, a, a he says specifically a nice uptake in their digital service as well, which is much higher margin than the product. And about a hundred thousand, sorry, a hundred million in terms of dollars raised to grow this thing. Nick, thank you so much for taking us to the top.
1: Thanks for having me.